does he dress like Elvis? Well, he's naked. Oh shit, that's right. Does he, <laughs> wait, so he's just a guy who vaguely looks like Fat Elvis who pisses on people. Yeah, or like drinks his own piss. I can't remember. Is this a Japanese noise band or what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just a dude. Also, it was like a. I guess it was, had to be a couple years ago because it's before COVID. Uh. This band came to town that I wanted to see, but I didn't. It was a Nirvana cover band fronted by an, an Elvis impersonator. That sounds sick. Yeah, I right? would see that. I would see that right now. Ex- absolutely. I've never. I haven't heard about them since, though. It's, it's, it feels like something I just dreamt. I don't think there's enough like niche uh, cover bands going around. Like, cover bands bullshit. are like dead. Like I like nobody. T- I don't know what it is. The only people who are the only country like pumping out cover bands is what, the Philippines, right? Are they? Is that right? I don't know. No, they, I, did you know that they younger. cover bands are a huge fucking phenomena in the Philippines? And did you know that like Journey's lead singer died yeah. and they replaced him with a guy from the Philippines because from one oh. of the Journey cover bands there? I didn't realize Car- that. Karaoke culture carries strong. I once saw um, uh, Bob Weir and Phil Lesh and the Grateful Dead. For a minute, they had a band called Further. Yeah. And uh, on uh, guitar and vocals with them was uh, the, the the former singer, the former Jerry got Ga- Jerry Garcia from Dark Star Orchestra. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Pretty cool. Maybe even weirder was one of was Jerry Garcia's daughter was also in the band. No, I used to uh, when I was when I would go to like back in my hardcore days and shit. There was a band that would play like um, that would open for for bands. I saw like uh, there's a band called Black Black Fag. Who were all, <laughs> yeah, four queer dudes, like four queer cats playing um, very camped up covers of Black Flag. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I saw them open up for TSOL. They were they were great. They were they were they were phenomenal. I feel like there are a lot of cover bands. Like I see them all the time, especially like live. Nation. I'm sure there's a lot of cover bands. I, I'm I'm talking about like the the ones that don't they don't really do the covers. You know what I mean? Like there, I think a lot of cover bands um, strive to be like good uh, imitations. Like similar. Like, like yeah, I don't I don't want to similar. Like imitation sounds cruel, but like um, well, I mean, well, uh, uh, simulacrum. Actually, that, that reminds me. Before the first time I saw Dark Star Orchestra, I was reading. Uh, I was like listening to tracks on uh, archive.org, and I was reading uh, some of the people's reviews. And everybody's always talking about how like they're channeling Jerry and all this stuff. And I just saw this one yeah. guy saying like. You know they're not actually channelling anybody. These are just guys doing a good imitation. <laughs> and yeah, it just it's like, like really I mean, sobered my perspective. <laughs> yeah, it's not hard to study how Jerry Garcia plays, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not good enough of a guitarist to do that, but well, like Yeah, but this guy was know. also just like, you know, like on this very website, you can go listen to the Grateful Dead. You don't have to listen to this <laughs> imitation of them no matter how good yeah, imitation it I- is. Like I don't know. I I think outside of a bar setting, I don't understand why you would, why that like there's not really much of a demand, I guess. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, bars and weddings, maybe. I'll go see the dead. Like, I'll go see whatever remaining members of whatever band doing an invitation of what they used to be. 
Yeah, I mean, I saw the like, I saw the orchestra, like the Sun Ra's orchestra. Oh and God, they're so and good. Sun Ra's been dead for a very long time. Yeah, and so. uh, John Singleton, I think, was that his name? No, um, he's dead. Yeah, he uh, was like John. Uh, uh, what's his What's his other name? John. Um, I forget, but it was it was fronted by Marshall Allen. He was he was he is, that is was now, who yeah. I saw it. But yes, I I'm kidding. That's still going. He's like 97 now. Oh yeah, yeah. It was fucking nuts. He was he was so old, but it was so good. Like, yeah, I saw I'm, him. I'm at, I feel like that's day. maybe that's a mark of age because there was a time where I was like, I'm not gonna like if they're just playing the hits. Like I don't want to see like an old reunion band. But now like I'll I'll take what I can get for sure. Like I'll 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 just watch them just to watch them because it's nice. I'm sorry, I got distracted reading this long ass fucking apology note from Mark Zuckerberg that he published twelve <laughs> about it going down for five oh, hours. Jesus Christ! It's like it we're more- sorry. It's like it's like an essay. It's so huge and and like I, like it just goes on and on. And then <laughs> I don't know. My fa- so uh, funnily enough, I be- I so I was not able to access any of the drama going on because all of the social media sites were down. But I also have a block specifically for Twitter on my phone and laptop. And then I was out of town, so I wasn't near like Daniel and Ty, and no, none of my other family, thankfully, is that big on Twitter. So anyway, I was just getting a shit ton of work done, and uh, and like then. And then, like, and then Colin, it got to the point where Colin was just texting me tweets, like, that people were sending, just, like, nonstop. <laughs> so, anyway, like, I had no idea what was going on, but then I heard that supposedly they had to fix it by breaking into a headquarters. I like the break-in. I know they had to, like, go to so a specific, was, wow. actual physical location. Because everything was connected to Facebook servers, including yeah. the fucking locks, so they could not get <laughs> into the whatever the system was. How the they fuck do you into do the that? <laughs> That's a huge oversight, it feels like. It's hilarious. It's like robots are really taking over. And like what you an awful, f- awful future. Yeah, so no, it, could be, it could be so That so Facebook different. helped create. The, uh, yeah. Facebook helped create in more ways than one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're kind of, they kind of help own the future. It's him well, I mean, and, them and Amazon. I like, just, that, just, I like that Mark Zuckerberg lost $7 billion in one day, but nothing about his life changed at all. That's insane. No, like it's just numbers for it. Like if you have multiple billions, like how can your nothing costs a billion dollars? Like what? Yeah. How do you feel? You can know that you lost a, an, an extra seven billion, but how can you feel that? That's, what is inaccessible to you now at this point? Like, yeah. is there anything? That's funny. Nothing costs a billion dollars. Like I never thought about it in that context. Man, there's, I've known people who yeah. were fucked over ten, twenty dollars. Yeah, right. like I feel that. Yeah, I can yeah. feel that because like I need that for food and and things. But like, if if Mark Zuckerberg loses a billion dollars, he still Seven has billion. to. He, has, he still has the means to buy anything that he fucking wants. Well, it's not even like real money. It's all liquid, right? Like it's, it's all. It, it is. It's, it's all liquid, but like, yeah, he's not wanting for anything. Right, and then I saw that just two seconds ago. I saw that our friend Elena posted that they, they're what they're they're coining a trillion dollar coin to fix the debt ceiling. Wait, are they actually well, doing it? Simpsons now? episode. It is. A, it yeah, is. Uh, when Burn like Burn stole the trillion dollar bill. Yeah, and Castro stole it. 
which is the best. That's the best scenario that we can hope for. Except you can't spend it because of sanctions, though. So what's the trillion? So they're like, let's make a trillion dollar coin so we can pay the debt ceiling. But they were going to do that at the beginning of pandemic too. This sounds like Germany, like right after World War One, when the Deutschmark was was worthless. Like we're yeah, we're just gonna mint the trillion dollar. That'll 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 fix it. That'll be something. I don't know. Money's not based in anything anymore. Like yeah, this is we're, this is the collapse of empire. When you start ah. minting trillion dollar coins, <laughs> like there's not much left. There's not much mileage left on this civilization. Like I just no, like you can't. There's nowhere. Up, there's nowhere. There's not much left to go. They didn't cover this. I took AP economics in high school, and I got a. It was the only class I got a C in in my senior year, and so that was like. And then, like, I was still libertarian then, though, so that makes sense. Oh, so you but, can just say money is although, fake like, and economics, donate. Like, liberal economics in America, the way they teach economics is still very much liberal. Oh, for sure. So, they if literally if, you're the first... if you're a libertarian, it feels like you got a whole lot out of it because, like, they, they, they base their economic, like, the way they educate kids on economics, it's still very much within the liberal tradition. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first lesson that I was taught in that AP and economics class, because I don't remember anything else. I don't remember any of the formulas or, like, the math or anything. But the first thing they said was, there's no such thing as a free lunch. That was the first thing we were taught. What the hell does that mean? That's not a thing. That means nothing. That's, I mean, if, I feel yeah. like if you're a billionaire, technically said, everything's free. The thing free. you need to know about economics is there's no such thing as a free lunch. If you have $7 billion to lose, I've, technically everything is free because money just doesn't exist to you anymore. Money money doesn't exist. That's the thing. Like the, the idea of free also doesn't exist because every, you know, from a materialist perspective, everything comes from labor. Like nothing, like, you know, like you don't, you don't get something from free. You get something by like, you know, transforming raw materials into something. That's that's labor. That's expenditure. That's not something that you just get out of the sky. You get mushrooms out of the. Uh, I'm just gonna stop talking. Um, oh, I I, got <laughs> I, did, I I am being good. Like I'm trying to like like only have weed a couple times a a couple times a week now. But that's the one I fail at more God, than. Like, I, yeah, I gotta I gotta quit that shit. Like I gotta renew my card, but I can't afford it. Because money's real, but I did, and then unfortunately, though, I just ordered a bunch of shrooms to do microdosing. Will, will I get arrested if I say that on a podcast? I don't ordered know. It from where? You're not gonna, you're not gonna run that, world? are you, Rob? No, I will. Who cares? No one listens to this. It's decriminalized in DC, but I don't live in DC, I just live close to DC, which doesn't count. Well, wait, where'd you order it from? I'm not gonna say on on the call. Is it? I just realized, one, Rob. I, I haven't I haven't watched I haven't listened to I maybe I will text one you wait, I will text you about it later. Okay. I don't know how much of this like pre conversation or post conversation gets into the, the actual episode. I usually how just start it as something I think is funny. What's that? I usually just start it as something I think is funny. Oh, okay. That works, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter anyway, because 15 people but, listen to yeah, this. Yeah, I got, okay, I got how like is, How is microdosing mushrooms? Because I've tried microdosing. I don't know. I, I don't so know. here's what happened is that I was hoping to start it on Saturday, but then the, the package didn't come, and I was, like, tracking, and I was fucking sweating bullets. Like, I'm a goddamn, like, fucking stay, like, I, I almost call myself a stay-at-home mom. I'm a work-from-home mom, but, sure. but, like, 
I and so I was like sweating bullets. I'm like, oh, it's been seized. Like da 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 da. Like I'm gonna. There's gonna be cops show up at my door. Yeah. But no, it just came on Monday instead. And I was already in that. Na- I'm in Nashville with my parents right now to meet my I meet a new family member who was just born. So I. Yeah, um, talk. Thank you. And they, and um, that'd be a rough one. <laughs> I'm trying no not to hiccup. I'm not listening. And, Sorry. and so then it came, and so like Ty, uh, Daniel sent me a picture of it, and it's like I got like Wait, the, just. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're talking about your package, not the kid. No, I'm, okay. I'm in person with the kid. I'm in person with the kid. Okay, I'm, okay, yeah. I'm getting yeah, pictures okay. of the yeah. package, and I got like little pills full of the powder and i think you take like one pill a day and then i also got the real shrooms because i also (laughs) want to do it because i also just want to trip and then like and then i got some honey that has it ground into it and i don't know what i'm going to do god i hope my mom can't hear me a good good friend of mine but it's just a cure depression uh you know does it help well she's she gave me a bunch and uh, I tried to microdose them, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up macrodosing them because I'm <laughs> insatiable and uh, I have no discipline. Yeah, um, but you know what? Like, regardless of like the the microdosing and, and all that stuff, like uh, mushrooms in particular, there are links. Like psychedelics do have like they kind of tend to reset some uh, some like some neurological thing in your brain. I know, like like after I've had a trip. Uh, mushrooms or, or or acid like the next day um as i'm like regathering like all my you know like my yeah. burnt synapses and shit in my brain like um i think it i think there is some there is some merit to it i haven't explored it as much as i'd like to but as as far as i'll let y'all know depression yeah yeah please do please do because that's I, I i wish you well in that endeavor because i've tried to microdose and it, it I will do I will do one macro dose just for funsies, but mostly oh, for sure, yeah, have your fun. Yeah. That's yeah. why I got the pills, that's yeah, why I got I, the real shrooms too. Uh, what did do you have like gel capsules with some powder in it? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like you have to t- I feel like you have to take a handful of those to get a to get a decent trip. Oh well I so also I have the I I got three different things. I also got the real just real dried shrooms and then I just got honey, which I guess you can take as much of as you want. Right. Yeah, well, what what I'm saying is like if you have if you have the pills like and you're just trying to microdose like that's probably the go- cuz so like when, it's hard okay. to it's hard to actually get high in those. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have the hiccup still. This is annoying. You, no, let me tell you, my my my, my Daniel taught me the number one hiccup trick of all time, and I've never seen it, nothing compares to this. Get the biggest spoonful of peanut butter you can possibly fit in your mouth and eat it and swallow it. I only have the powdered peanut butter. That's your fucking problem, because like I told you to to use get use another recipe, and you chose and you not put to. Some water in in that and make it a paste. I don't yeah. know if it'll work. It, the point is that it's, I don't know, I guess it's like the stickiness and like it like goes it down. I don't know what hiccups. it does, but it fixes it immediately. Spoon, giant spoonful of peanut butter. Hmm. Uh, Vanessa had hiccups once and um, she's, uh, I think there's like a, a slight self-destructive streak in her because she's like, whenever she has hiccups, she just kind of asks me to scare her at some point. 
I've already gotten rid of mine, apparently. That's crazy. I've never gotten rid yeah. of them by being scared. I well, I never. But here's what happened. So she had hiccups one day, and I was I was living back in Long Beach and um, at my old house, and uh, my old house, uh, it was my house, and then in the back was a a, a big yard. A, it was it was a big yard, and then uh, behind the that was like, the yard ended in a gate, and there was an alley behind that. So. We pulled in at night once, and she had the hiccups, and she told me to scare her, right? Mm-hmm. I pull into the back of the gate in the alley, and I was like, all right, I'm going to scare you if you want. And then I tell her, well, I, I look through my windshield, and I see somebody poking their head out of my gate. And I said, there's somebody at the gate. And she's Holy like, shit. Yeah, she's like, I was like, there's somebody, there's somebody there. It's nighttime, you know. And she's like, "Shut the fuck up! You're not gonna scare me." So that's that's already a red flag. If you're trying to scare somebody, if you want to be scared to get rid of your hiccups, you got to be credulous. <laughs> like you can't just be like, "Nah, you're bullshitting me. I want you to scare me, but fucking be more, you know." Anyway, uh, it was a real lady, and uh, she she popped out, and like uh, that cured her hiccups. Drive. If you have if you have a stray lady. It turns out she was just looking for a cat, and they ran under her. They ran under our shed, but oh, okay. and, uh, and just helped themselves, which is totally fine. But um, did cure the hiccups. So if you have an old lady that can just pop up at uh, weirdly uh, coincidental times, yeah, I don't live in LA, so I can't do this mohol and drive shit. Um, well, uh, damn it. <laughs> Um, that is true. That is true. We we have we we live a <laughs> we live we live a gilded life. Yeah, my semi, gr- we live a semi charmed life. My girlfriend just got here, um, and also have to feed the cats. So I don't know what you guys. Okay, are do. you can start. I just start. Do I just start? Yeah, just go, you can start. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go use the ladies' room. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna start. pee. Oh, fine. You're recording. I'll right? come back. Right. Yeah, I'll be back at some point. Just go ahead. Alright, let's go, Kaz. Is, I guess we have, we have a talk about Jim, I guess. I guess we'll just call it. I was just need to put my cast in your pocket. Jim, sure, why not? Okay, I can't guarantee I'll be in a room for the whole year. But yeah, what do you mean? Well, after we have to, we have to recite every, like, we have to do every... Okay, but still, I thought you were going to be in sure room. Like, you were just going to lose your space or something. Uh, it's not, it's not, I don't you mean the space? Well, I'm losing the space soon. I'm out of the space soon. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll go here and show. Well, I said, I'm Robin. I'm here with Jennifer and Jennifer C. Martin and Brand. Uh, how do you, would you guys, how would you guys prefer to die? And when? <laughs> I think, what do you told me that about uh, death? I have terrible nightmares. I'm never had, like, I barely even dream of much less to have nightmares. Oh, man, I'm jealous. And I remember since your young son was diagnosed cancer. I woke up crying at your thick straw. This is also because of me. I know I want to do it. I am. Well, that's very crazy, but like, 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 did I, I'd like to die as old as I fall asleep, and I just don't care about you know. I'm just sure, like, like, I guess you could say that pussy, but so I'm like, pussy, like, uh, this is the one thing that's stopping them because, like, there's a lot of socialization, like, repression and stuff. You can tell the bitch about it. That is probably the normal reason, like, I haven't gone through anything. Same, you know, being like, uh, you know, I don't know, you're heavily questioning, but like, are you as, is, 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 does anyone scare you? I mean, like, uh, I was raised Pentecostals, there's always like a point zero zero one percent chance, like, here in your mind, like, what if I hell is like real? And then I'm definitely going to, like, uh, you know, like, like, you lose this inherently childhood fear. It's almost like, I don't know, going to say that I've had traumatic childhood, but a childhood's not traumatic for it. It's like nothing super bad. Can you think of it? You're not me, but. 
I believe in Ellen and itself is sort of like a traumatic experience for a child, right? It's like, oh, like you have you have behaved this way or you'll literally burn alive for longer than your wife for all time and you know, you have like a it's a crazy fucking new city kid. Yeah, I mean, are you ever like that's fucked up? Cause at the time like, yeah, so yeah, I guess a little bit scary you already but on um like if you on the afterlife, I think, you know, I tend more towards like the Jewish tradition of like here and now at like, the point of Christianity. If there's an afterlife, we'll see hopefully all these get purgatory, right? That's not even Protestant, so I understand purgatory. Like is that supposed to are you supposed to is there like a normal state in purgatory or is it just supposed to be boring because it's the same? Well, for a while purgatory when we're different than Catholic Church where like almost like you're gonna be here forever because you weren't baptized or whatever. So like, you know, African babies go to limbo if they get in not can baptize them like they're that young before whatever then then eventually they're not the church like no so I guess it's only purgatory uh, which I guess is like if you need or you yourself from some sin or you know target purgatory and die and absolve yourself to sin so yeah well, I don't know you know Bible like I'm not really sure but a lot of guys are drinking but I got like sort of like oh well this person was really bad but they were also like you know if you're Catholic or you're Christian like, I can come in on a while I mean not your religion background or brand I've known you what's up um I mean, it was background. I think I've known you longer. I don't know if we ever talked about it, honestly. Really? I mean, my, my, I was raised a Christian, it's not a nominational, you know, simulationist Christian. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I was, um, I was taught about hell, girl, you're on, and freaking the fuck out for years, freaking the fuck out for years. Because I was taught by a certain point, I'd be like, ooh, Yeah, it starts to not well, believe it so much. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, saw it you know, for a whale for a while, and then me and Richard are back up, you know. I mean, it's like I understand now that you're there, like, really just, you know, par really just like parables. I wasn't taught that. No, I wasn't either. Oops. Yeah, you, like, does this really happen? You gotta believe. Oh, yeah, you gotta really, really you gotta believe. Like, if you don't believe this shit, like you're done. You're like smoke forever. Yeah, I had a relationship with like my professor. In college of like science and all, I wouldn't say even Christian Presbyterian is believing that. Oh, Genesis and all the Old Testament was all literal. I mean, you know, you're about crazy ways. You know, and this is how the flood happens. All of the shit. So it's freaking. It's much nicer to hear and be like. This is, you know, a parable and a story to learn from. Yeah. Yeah, it was a huge kind of dissonance. You're really trying to disconnect. You're trying to, like... That's right. I take a little, like, my mom would tell me things of, like, you know, she would tell me things of the creation of you and stuff, and so, like, that's, like, why to this day one of the most certain men I mean, I took is that true? I took her work for it. No, no, no. Trip now. It's not even. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. I never like. Talk about like never heard me check part of his ribs or anything. What? I never heard of me either. I did check it. It was completely alive. But the thing is, when my mom was like, I think she's trying to get nursing school. Oh, so she really, uh, I think maybe nursing school already. But she young. Um, hmm. stuff, and she was still telling me this shit. I don't know. I still don't understand now. I don't understand how people can be like a literalist when the first two pages of the Bible contradict each other in creation. So I'm like, yeah. So like, white man, white man, a woman, 
creating this song that's weird. Because Christians don't like to learn anything from like technically what it is. Christianity is supposed to be direct from Judaism. Yeah, you know, like Jews read the Bible or scripture like that. Well, I guess it's all they're real. Well, let's take face value without any having study it. Like, I don't know the Jewish people do this all literal. So, like, whenever I will flatter the Jewish person. So, like, yeah, no, it's not like that. It's just like, I understand his parables for lessons or whatever. And they still, like, you know, they're still conservative Jews, but conservative Jews still tend to follow the rules and believe stories of literal. I think that they, I think they, like, represent the scholarly approach to the religious text, too. Like, I think a lot of Christian populations are, like, the literalists, I don't think they really enjoy seeing the Bible in, like, a, in a sort of context at all. I think they just maybe divorced from, you know, time and space and just, like, being in the Word of God. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. What are Hunter's translation of times of years? They get said with you to bring that up. Like, if, you know, if this isn't, God wasn't, God was talking to, like, you know, or being transcribed, like, wasn't in English. And they sometimes get offended by that, but yeah, wasn't a great little joke too about what's saying from the Bible King James Bible. It's his Bible, yeah. I do like their translation though. Translations like it's very, very uh, poetic. I've actually been able to get through it because I'm too dumb. Like I can't read Shakespeare. I have this balderized version in high school, and I don't know. My brain just doesn't work that way. I mean, I don't blame you. I studied Shakespeare in college, you know. Like it's part of my major, and honestly, I don't get this whole thing of reading Shakespeare, like having Magni, like it's conceited, kind of type of type of thing. Sub benchmark, if you can't understand what the fuck he's saying, you're dumb. Again, it's like they were talking right that one is the seventh century. Maybe I don't fucking remember anymore, but like, yeah, I think it was sixth year, like. 16th, and they're like, I don't know, it's easier to say that since it was perfect. I found it easier when I had to study it, but what I revealed is just like, like, language changes. People came into our fucking universe and like, well, online, it's all the shit we have to say, but nobody was saying it. Yeah, I mean, every day going on Twitter, it takes like 15 minutes to figure out what they say, like, well, the words are the same meaning. Yeah, like, it's new references every fucking day. New references, you like new over the language, sorry. Look at the way that geniuses exist, like, rap genius, oh yeah, they have translation of stuff that's coming out like, today, uh, like, you know, you know, Shakespeare, uh, like, so much of the work is, like, double means in the last hundreds, and they got that a lot of, like, you know, the peasant classes that were standing in the globe theater, or, like, kings or whatever, they might not have, they might have got every noble reference. Kings like the nobles don't got every reference either. They're there for the slaps, I guess. True, actually, that's a point. One of them is something that was communicated to the audience to the level of, like, for the genius of him, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, thinking about rapping is too, like, thinking just how Christian people would her go and so, oh, yeah, it's a religious song, constantly a song about being sad and funny. Yeah, I mean, don't kill us, or, no, you guys ever read this story about this, like, great generation, all fairly older color world gun favors doing we just oh my god Jesus yeah and he would just perform metaverses like what's up you talking about performance and he was like yeah why do you cover that he said the lyrics he said like 50 people where are they he just took out that naughty but so it was so it's particularly it's getting here so you can't see a virgin I'm gonna take that 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 I'm gonna take
uh, your <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. So like, I was like, I was just, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not, I'm just gonna, like, I'm just gonna kill myself. Yeah, it's yeah, like depressive episodes, like that's even worse than that. Well, I don't know what way. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to like. I'm gonna get poisoned. You know what we're talking about? No, because that even really means I mean some else to do. I don't know about that either. But you're like, what about now? I like, feel like. I was looking at my phone. Oh my god, I don't want that. You don't get too many of those. You don't get too many opportunities to kill us. So, shutters. <laughs> what I'm curious about is actually like to lose, like having to match it. Was that one it feels like? Then you'll be able to mind. Yeah, I forgot about it. Last time, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like, long time. Yeah, like, mind you. Anyway, I died. No, I don't know. It was the last, like, I don't know. Like, we done. Bio, I mean, you didn't really know anybody for like a year. And it was so, like, yeah, sort of bio, I don't know. Like, God, I wish I would die. But not because of how, uh, because I don't want to see him die, because you know, I'm going to go a little bit, you know? Yeah, I've been sleeping all at home, yeah. So I would just wait and wait for me, and then I'm like, yeah. I was like seeing my grandfather at home every time, you know, which is awesome, like a year or two, maybe two or three years ago, and I want to visit her at one point. She's just, I was trying to talk to her, and I guess I was like, conversation, and she's ended up saying, yeah, I'm like, die, I wish I stopped writing, you know, like, she's, I'm just bored. Like, basically, but yeah. All the thing I haven't mentioned is anything because all I'm going to be like, close to really my grandfather was like, if you go over my team, how am I, how am I, my hand? Uh, and I'm going to catch faces. I got the people that are really angry on the scares comes in. Yeah. So I wear more of it because like, I was living with my grandmother and everything, and my little more, and they wanted my mom on Mother two, and sometimes it says, when we were about to live in the gym, it was between the five TV, it's certainly something like more than did this stuff, and it's just. Certain childhood memories and like adolescent memories and. It's one thing I really wish we could hear get to is like hearing something when I was really old in the future we're going to have pills or something. No, no, I don't want that. I'm really curious. Like that's just all I wonder all the time. It's just like what it's like. Because I wonder like how much of our thoughts, how our memories define our consciousness. Like how much consciousness is just memory, and then it's like what what consciousness is like. But I guess if you come out, like, well, you remember, I'll take a pill of consciousness of mine, yeah. No, you, like, how do you, custom, you customize the bills? You get a pay? Like, what's the consciousness? Or is it, like, grab bag of red? I don't know. What the, I don't know. It's, like, around the same time, I remember hearing about this. Same time, everybody heard about people when before it came out. I was like, oh, yeah, here's going to, like, your TV's really high depth. I mean, it was ginger. Definition? I think it's the ginger. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if Rob can hear me. He's talking. He's talking to his cat. Uh, yeah. What? Can you hear me? Hello? Okay, no. Yeah, those are his comfort. He goes in the shell or somebody and everyone wonder that. It's like, what's like, I don't know. I mean, he I don't know what's done. Yeah, especially, guys. I have like multiple, multiple streams of thoughts at once. I don't know if it's smarter than Electro. It's always like 37 different things to be anxious about. And once in like, whatever, texting him in or whatever. I'm dating at the moment. It's just like this in general. I don't know, and it's like horrible layers. There's like essential things. Stop I mean, skipping like, uh, words. What? Stop skipping words. I'm not skipping words. That's, that's you're mumbling and skipping words. It's the Californian words. accent. Excuse it's bullshit. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that is regionalist, if anything. That is how we all talk. Slowest because it's the southern accent. <laughs> we don't enunciate here in these parts. I mean, I. I don't care. Hmm? Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I I am 
I'm mostly trying to do you both a uh, service because you, you, you both went through this. So I will respect your struggle by uh, subjecting myself to some of this anguish because this is uh, very <laughs> It's not it's not my ideal. Rob, how many times have you asked me to uh how many how many lengthy uh re recitations have I done for you at this point? What are you talking about? <laughs> Did at least the uh the Alice in Wonderland thing on your answer machine. Oh, that's right. That was awesome. <laughs> that was like 40 minutes of voicemails. I was over at this woman's house and I just kept getting calls from you. I did silence them each time so it would go to voicemail. <laughs> I was at somebody's house? Yeah. I mean, we weren't, weren't listening to it. I just had it. I just had to keep silencing my phone. It's like, oh yeah, my friend is uh, calling me drunk to recite all of Alice in Wonderland. I thought I, thought I, was, I thought I was calling a Google voicemail. Yeah, but it forwarded to my phone. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to it. Maybe if I'm, like, horny or hungry or something more primal than that, too. How do you just, like, I also wouldn't want to wish you on something but either. That, that doesn't sound like a good time. I don't know why you would like I never I don't envy anybody's... I don't want to be somebody else's conscious necessarily. When I say I, will, I wonder a lot of the time, it's just like, uh, they function like this. Like there's just the guy with the other thing that way makes us enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> people have like really fun concepts, you know. And maybe like I'm like maybe there's a problem in another way. It's uh, they're not worried all this all the time. Maybe it's not. Like, that's not true. I know it's not. Yeah, I mean, but also I wasn't like, isn't art in general like writing a subject in communication in a way, giving people a glimpse into your consciousness, even though I think that's what's like, like, I, I think that's why it's considered the point, like, like to do much. Like, fun thing about art is like, it's communicated aspects, like, you know, like, you get to, you get to kind of, oh, is that actually, I was so before I worked to move in here, yeah. All right. But you don't even want to get out, but before I move there, I, um, like, my last big, like, hurrah was to go to the WACMA and take a bunch of asses and go to the WACMA and, like, all the time I saw these, these beans. Like, they're, like, something else quick. Yeah. Yeah, he just keeps, like, slurring together five well, you know, words, so he what? just have to say them. What's that? Don't worry about it. What did you say? Did you say something about me slurring my speech? No, I slur my speech. Yeah, I, I, I do I do that when I'm sober too. It's again, it's a SoCal thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't like hard consonants. <laughs> Whatever, Brad. The South lost the war. Are we in the South? What the fuck? I mean, technically, you're below the Mason-Dixon line if you take it all the way across. Nah, man, we're we're fucking during the, shit. during the Civil War. We this, are strict as shit. We're we don't even like. I remember people were like, like the census said that like, what was it, Maryland and Delaware of the South? I don't even believe that. No, actually, there. Lincoln locked up, uh, like illegally had people in Maryland's mail read and locked them up if they had, uh, not Soviet. What was the South called? Confederate. Confederate. <laughs> I live in the conf I live in the Confederate capital. That would be, that'd be crazy different if like the Confederacy was broken up into Soviets. Like <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, just yeah. think about it though. If Virginia went to the South, if Maryland went to the South, DC would be entirely enmeshed in enemy territory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, he he had people's mail illegally read and just locked people up without habeas corpus. He did. He he suspended habeas corpus. For, you know, uh, I, I I I share the same birthday as Abraham Lincoln and the same death day. Uh, hopefully, that's <laughs> that's like that's that's I gotta I gotta time it right. It's it's a it's a weird dance that I gotta do. This but, yeah. I'll be over. Yeah, motherfucker, Abraham Lincoln. He was he was he was in charge of like what is it, like one of the the biggest uh, federal executions of of native dissidents in modern history at that time he executed a bunch of people uh he he executed a bunch of natives who were who were fighting for their land and territory i mean i'm sure they all did that i mean andrew jackson obviously had the trail of tears and everything yeah but like but no uh lincoln i think he had the biggest mass like it was like it was a it was a it was a full-on execution yeah i think that's what karl marx congratulated him on actually is that what he congratulated him <laughs> no. on? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was the Civil War. Yeah, I'm joking. Marx was. <laughs> I, I I like that they corresponded though. I like that they were. I feel like because have you ever read? If you ever read like the the letters that Marx sent to Engels and like they talked to each other, you know, it's just some lame ass like fucking friendship. Yeah. That like you don't want to get out. Like I feel like. Marx and Lincoln, you know, they had a correspondence did, about wait, did slavery. They, because I was told that, and then all I remember is, like, Karl Marx sending this, like, emphatic letter to Lincoln about how proud of him he was, and then Lincoln, like, having, like, an assistant write back a form letter back to him. I highly doubt that Lincoln had any, like, gave a shit about anything that Marx had, like, was talking about. Well, no, I heard he read Marx, though. In uh, some magazine or newspaper, I don't. I you know that that doesn't. I don't think that he's sympathetic to it. Um, like, well, I, mean, I don't know. It's tough to tell because like Lincoln also like didn't actually want to end slavery. He had to do it for the no, war. No, he did. Yeah, like it was just it was it was an economic thing, and and like yeah. the last thing he would want to do was to like to critique the settled colonial capital. Yeah, I mean, like, he's like uh, Biden, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, like I have a, I have a translation of my, my, uh, my copy of on guerrilla warfare by Mao Zedong is prefaced by a U.S. Marine Corps captain. Oh, well, they love that shit. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, they, like the, have you ever, have you ever seen the battle of Algiers? I saw like half of it in a class about. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful film, and it yeah. was, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it illuminates how guerrilla warfare tactics like worked in in Algeria against the resistance, like in the resistance against the French. Yeah, and it it it's such an effective movie that uh, it's used by the CIA hmm. to um to show how to infiltrate and, and how to stop guerrilla warfare tactics. Have you seen uh, the spook who sat by the door? The what? The spook. Oh, I haven't. I haven't. That's a Quentin Tarantino reference to that when he made he? Django and Jane. I know. I've heard of that. In yeah, that I mean, context, that's all I have to only, say is that it's good. I'm ashamed to that. I'm ashamed. I think it was the actor in that who became a director. Or no, the director was an actor that was in, in a good uh, film by a German director who shot a film in America about a. Um, Jim Crow laws or something. I don't know. Whatever. Just read your shit, bro. <laughs> Get this shit done with. 
My girlfriend's yeah. here. All right, which I don't even want to get up. Uh, Corey Moji is there. I uh, like my big, like, hurrah, let's go to the Wackman, take my jazz, and go to the Wackman. Like, the whole time I, was, I saw these, like, these paintings, is like on little windows, like, like well, windows is somebody else's perspective, like, consciousness or perspective, like, you know, when they, you know, like, they, they chose to emphasize on, like, how things, you know, everything is kind of similar in that their landscapes and stuff, like, they're, some people accentuate, like, the shadows more to them or the highways more to them. That reminds me, I've never done acid or shrooms or any hallucinations, but, like, right about. Jesus Christ! Are like inner workings of like like the two those dynamics were reached? <laughs> Not even up, entirely sure. Like I mean, we're talking about like several different cultures. I uh, I was gonna like work it so I could plug my guitar in, even though I don't play guitar. Like over like over like you know millennia, but I don't know. I'm sure they had like different varying relationships to even like the instruments that they played. If they owned them, or those. if they were multifaceted, I don't know. You didn't see them earlier. Well, yeah, I always think about you know how it's like how people communicate or express differently but I as a writer I'm always worried about how people oh, are interpreting me. the things that I say woo I don't talking about this right now sorry <laughs> are those your siblings <laughs> wait were they there when you were growing up happened since yeah you say right <laughs> Um, what was this uh, in in the waking life? I mean, I guess it's no better than like a real like, doll or those like or fake silicone babies. Similar, you are to someone, you still really cannot help how they take what you say. <laughs> you never know if they you take it the way that you intended, and it's like words are just like it. symbols for an intent you're trying to express, and it's really hard sometimes oh. to express an oh, idea or an like emotion with somebody. Thing. No matter how similar it is, and no matter how well you communicate it. What, you, is your mic on kind the of camera? You, right? like what <laughs> Bullshit, mostly. Like, I just made myself sound <laughs> really cool. I, I mostly read quizzes and slideshows, but um, I also I can hear have, it a little bit. I, I have a I blog like a um, The Dirtbag Christian, and then I'll be writing some fiction for Only Magazine soon. Do you know what's making the music like, in it? I used to write a lot more like newsy media pieces but they don't do as much freelance work yeah, anymore like, a little like i have a full-time job with, like, so i like i have thing. a pretty full plate anyway but yeah i can write lots of different things i mean like and inside so of it, I, you, but like, because you know i write so many different it. types of things i'm always thinking like i'm writing for this kind of audience <laughs> i'm writing this kind of subject i want this kind of person so i'm always like switching gears like you know the baby boomers who i write quizzes and slideshows <laughs> for don't want to hear about like religion politics at all versus like my blog you know that's all it, it is like such a much and then more fiction time you know you know you want to do butt. it but not so heavy-handed and i don't know who's going to read that but you are just can you believe how much brent is cheating compared to us really or maybe that's just me i'm adapting myself to write or communicate with a different type uh, of person so i try to be very like in tune with how i connect with with them or the type of person i think would want to read or hear whatever it is i have to say <laughs> so would you say the audience has a fundamental role in like in how I guess the finished product of your work? 
Absolutely. I mean, our 10 I listeners say might. maybe it's like, I mean, to a point, you know, there's some selfishness things. Like, I write about things, especially in the my personal blog and my personal life. I write about things that are important to me. But, like, I guess I've just been a commercial writer for long enough that I know that, one, like, people have to read it. But one, but even what, fuck. But even if it's not about, like, I don't care who reads it, you still want it to connect with somebody. So I definitely, I definitely constantly consider my audience more than the rest of this. They will feel and they read something that I write, and so I try. I adapted a little bit to them, and it, I think, it changes how I communicate (laughs) as well. Thinking of the audience definitely has changed in my writing style. I mean, oh, you're taking shit. longer than us because you keep stopping. I mean, like, yeah, I run into shit all the time, and, you know, I try Wait, what's to take going it, on with I try the, not oh my to God, take that it is personally. The fucking thing. Like, for instance, you know, it's, like, little things. I copy-pasted some, like, term in one of my blogs. I use the the word lat- Latin, and even, not even know if I'm saying it. And somebody was <laughs> like... <laughs> you again, Rob? <laughs> oh, they got it. I thought it was me. That's a really condescending term, and people really need to stop using it. <laughs> and, like, I hadn't heard that before. But I thought, you know, like, whatever I was trying to communicate. My favorite cowboys. The person totally dismissed awesome. because I used that one word. Um. And you know, oh, you Jennifer, have to he think just sent you this local like artist. But I don't think about, you know, people get um, some people are really touchy makes about these great things. But for me, I that, find it more um, interesting. Like, I I'm buy not her trying stuff to, my, to make people uh, write off something that I think Christmas. and say because I use a word that's offensive. And they're like, wedding. it defeats the purpose of writing in the first place. So, like, I like to be somewhat not offensive. <laughs> or at least somewhat what? non-offensive to the right people, the right audience. Why are you oh, doing that? Sweet summer child. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, wait, what is it? Oh, fuck, I forget what this place <laughs> is called. Or this person is called. Oh, like, obviously the stuff that I write is offensive to some people, but I don't care about I think those people, so it doesn't matter. Instagram. On their story. The ceramery. I don't know why I thought it was the creamery. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I'm yeah. gonna send you some of her stuff that she posted on Instagram. Oh my no. god. Oh, this is so surreal. I'm gonna cancel you if you edit or you so. I haven't drunk a wine bottle since, like, somebody's, I can't remember, like, a wedding I went to maybe a decade ago. Um, say, yeah, the one where you say we've been talking for half an hour. Say, yeah, I don't oh, yeah, care. I actually like, entered yeah. a contest Page to win one of her things by tagging Brandon. 
the uh, the creepy baby doll ceramic lady. Well, we didn't win. Cool. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know what I can say that like I'm comfortable being preserved. And having to, like, recite again over the course of a year. Her stuff is so good. Yeah, I have a candle holder from her, actually. Do you think that... Oh, shit. No, sorry. Do you I'm think the bedroom... I'm going to look on here yeah. a bit. That historians will sift through like Twitter and emails and shit in the future. There's so much content. What will they do? This is like when Charlie comes in my room. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll let you know. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Oh, you can hear me. I'm so, I'm so what, sorry. What if we just. Oh, I don't want your podcast to not be listened to because it's an hour. What if we just, like, sped through it? Oh, how, like, how many people are listening to it? Here's a little candle right holder I have from her. I mean, if we bring in the bit about the the cancel, oh, cool. maybe we'll get two more yeah, listeners. I love this shit. I bought like a big yeah, candle thing for my brother and his <laughs> wife when they got that's married. What the, that's what the literary magazine thought, that, that they were banking on, on me and look what happened to <laughs> I'm going to try and buy them that baby on the wrecking ball for Christmas. It's on you, Rob. Schneider cut. So it's you where you talk about I mean <laughs> fighting demons. What oh my god, it looks like my ex-girlfriend. Oh wow, that is cool. She does do like the exact same thing kind of. References to like memes or things that I know that they've never experienced before, but because it's in a meme format and they like their cause, I don't let them have too much media access. But they can watch like gamer, like PG gamer YouTube things, and they'll see like the gamer guy reference those things, and so they'll start referencing it. Like, what did they reference the other day? Something from Homestar yeah, Runner, I can barely and hear I'm like, you you've then. never watched Homestar Runner. 
Yeah, I don't know. I have I, I gave my headphones to my girlfriend so she could play video games. Yeah. Um so I just have my speakers going now, but they're very quiet. Hey Boris. Do we know how far along he is? I mean, it's fascinating. He keeps stopping, like, you know, so I feel like he's, it, like, on page it's 10. It's the, like, the what? water conclusion to, like, You're, the old You have 10 thing, pages? You know? Or, like, postmodern right, we'll like, the that. idea of postmodern art is, we'll like, see the about abolishing that. the distinction between, like, highbrow and the lowbrow to where, like, everything just becomes, like, kind of, like, pages. homogenized as weird sort of <laughs> mishmash culture. I kind of like it. I, I think it's fascinating, which I don't know where else it can go, which I, I, I also, I mean, I tie it into, like, um, you know, political, like, you know, just like the political states and how, like, this, this type, you know, like, this kind of postmodern kind of, like, culture is, like, white capitalist culture, you know, it's like... yeah. Ugh, it's the disruption and the rejection of all things sacred and unlike still proud of me, Boris. and just turned into commodities just like you know you can't like you know um, I mean you can't I refuse buy pretty much anything now like there's no like you can buy like you can buy like uh, you can buy like Joe crucifixes and shit there's nothing like, there's nothing like Sanctify It or anything like that. Am I still recording? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had to be naked, like... Oh wait, I might not have been. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like there's nothing oh, sanctified. Yeah. I wasn't recording. See anybody naked now? Like pretty much, yeah, yeah. I was recording, I, mean, I guess, maybe like, fading like, through. Uh, yeah, yeah my like uh, the next thing that comes basically just a great consolidation. Well, you anyway, just like I can't hear. Can't ring a bell like all these forms of communication. The like these forms. Hey, Rod, did you know your your legal name is on Skype now? I mean, like it's interesting, like how TikTok and stuff like Brian, yeah, like moments like this where we're recording. What moves are you taking? I can't hear you. Brandon got louder. Yeah, and I think we're going to keep seeing it. I wasn't recording for most of that, but it's going to upload like this as is. Eventually, but just I can't like, it's hear you guys so anymore, more. so um, anything you say... Well, this thing is still existing, but it's going to be more focused on a long-form format and a larger format at some point. Man. It's crazy. We can talk about like a full-length like, feature film. Sex talk, I mean, yeah, it sort of exists to you. Going on to YouTube, my roommate's kid, he showed me, put on a video. Almost done. Of uh, memes the other day, like it was just some guy seemingly just um, uh, I guess he was just set up like he could just some pick up stuff over right um, um, imager or whatever. He was a robot voice to read it, which is like which is why which is what makes me think of all animated something program pulls like you know, read from what it says and then it reads aloud from the synthetic voice and it just plays all of them for 10 minutes or whatever. I think we're going to keep seeing more of that eventually. We're just going to we're going to be so much more frequent on creation and creation again. Oh well. Well, I feel I feel like that's symptomatic of like a society becoming more depressed. It's it's like from my from my perspective, I feel like this like incessant need to have noise, you know, or like just 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 hold some noise and like you know some sort of stimulation. 
comes from the fact that, like, you know, uh, being alive right now is kind of unbearable for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, we're sitting here talking about the things we're like in the future, but not on the spaces, like the real cynical ones are like the ones that are going to be in America. It's not going to be future. Like, I think, like, uh, well, I don't want, I don't want there to be in America. Well, I don't want there to be in America. That's the thing that I need to why, but that's not very simple. I feel right. But that's probably not positive, but we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what this comes down to is uh, we reach a sort of culture of singularity where this everything happens, everything goes easy. And we're like, did you ever hear the story of like Rocky Harrison? Like the only way he could get to sleep was like nine TVs on the same time on channel. So yeah, oh my fucking god, we was schizophrenic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a oh, wow at that point. That was like that was strange. It was not normal behavior. <gasps> he he care. wasn't recording. He missed twenty minutes of it, Brandon. What's that? Rob, Rob missed twenty minutes of it. Oh, that is not my problem. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's the thing. However long we watch, like, I mean, some of these shows are based around the fact that we're not going to be watching. I'm going to be reading, like, you're going to be watching videos, and while we're watching TV, probably, yeah. And the person next to you is watching other videos, like ten-hour videos on YouTube, like whole swaths of YouTube, like you don't expect you to. So you fall asleep. It's like ten-hour, yeah. Like ten hour thing. Like the whole purpose, they don't expect you to watch all videos. It's not an artistic statement. It's just, it's just there. It's just drawn for you. It's just background. Yeah, for your. I bet Ray, Bradbury is glad for this and all. Andy Warhol. Yeah, or maybe in a role would be excited. I don't know, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, how I don't know. I also think I never really thought about it actually is uh, how about production values. Some say you get better, getting worse and better at the same time. You remember the video? Is Rob there? Rob. If he, if you're there, I want to hear more about these values, these production values, and things like getting better, work at the, better and worse at the same time. Sure. You want to know done, about the dialectic between technology and the ease of making things better, done. but also uh, making things worse. You remember the video of all the people that was in the oh, uh, TikTok houses? Like maybe I think it was in like no, no, November, October, November. I think I don't remember what it was like, like last year of the Eternal Now. Yeah, so like there's a video of like all these tr extremely attractive people, fit people showing how they do every day. Like they're like, is a film more room? This is just the workout room. It was just like it was just like a, like some LA house and all these people. It must have been like 25 under. They were all extremely attractive. They were all TikTok like and living in the same house, and they're all filming the same room right all the time, right? Yes, yes. It wasn't just like this exercise when you get a brief and all this and all you're always content. Yeah, we're, 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 that's horrifying, yeah, but I mean, we're expecting this forever, I guess. I mean, between Andy Warhol, the Truman Show at TV, uh, yeah, the woman in the 90s, or I remember my dad reading an article to me in the 90s about a woman who's constantly her wife coming all the time, and he's checking on what she's up to. Oh, yeah, the girl, I think she, like, yeah, she ended up, I think she ended up having sex with a friend's boyfriend or something, or really, yeah, and it wasn't camera damn, so, yeah, fuck. Why, why would I be saying, why would she do that, I guess, like, I, but I mean, like, this is before anyone ever thought about it. Maybe it was a radical statement, like, I'm going to do this thing. Knowing the consequences that might happen, yeah, it's crazy, but, like, banality used to be such a radical statement, like, an art, you know, to just, um, like, do more shit, like, um, yeah, I forget uh, artist who was, he was a mixed media artist, too, like, um, her museum installation was like, it was, like, a replica of her master bed, uh, yeah, and it was, like, it made, like, huge waves, and now, like, that's just all content is now, it's just all real life, something that's filter on us, something not by you. Well, just to go, like, I remember a girl in Okikubu, and she was making a video that she was Me? recording, which is of her going to sleep, oh. and she's... Oh, I'm sorry. That was her profile. She had done a link <laughs> to a live feed. She had done, like, back when you could do that with Google Hangouts, though, through YouTube, and it was just, like, six hours, and I just skipped through it, and I was just like, yeah, there she is sleeping. That's fucking well. Yeah, 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 well, that's it. So, 40 minutes, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I live pretty pretty online life, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're all shopping this and voyeurs in our own way. Yeah, this whole thing is part of it. Yeah, 
Yeah, all right, we'll cut down the torch in the future. Yeah, I think I'll cut this off now. Yeah, sounds good. All right, okay, so long. I'll right, later. Okay. Okay, cool. Rob, how much was cut off? Oh, if he's done. done. Can I get a thumbs up? What? He's done. I'm done. Can I get my headphones back? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what happened while it was gone? He cut. I just saw his tweet. Um, he. What? Well, I'm going to wait till he gets his headphones back on. I like that headboard. That's I nice talked head. to him a bunch, and, and I couldn't hear him. How much did you cut off? Oh, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes. Like, That's fun. Whenever we were talking and I didn't have headphones on, I didn't record you guys for that part. That's really nice of you. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so I just, I just wanted to make sure that you knew that your legal name was on Skype. Mine? Yeah, you're so secretive, so just letting you know. It doesn't say Rob Marvin? Nope. It says the real one. Oh. Well, I guess my dad can find me. I'll be I'm being, I'm just letting you know. I'll never What's know. I, I'll never know. I think I remember I think I remember Brandon's last name. I don't remember how I found out. It's Dumaze. It's oh. Demise. Demise. I yeah. thought we weren't allowed to say it. No, nah, you can say I don't give a shit. It's not like it's it's not something that's like been passed down to me for like a ton of years anyway. But yeah, just don't yeah. use mine because you're probably already on a list Google. anyway. Yeah, the Rob Rob, how do you? What's your opinion on Marvin the Martian? I like him. I fucking like him too. He's a great goddamn character. Yeah, he only like had he like one else. second. I had to see. The, I have kids, so I had to see the new Space Jam, and he only had like one. Second in that movie. Yeah, he's really. Like, he's underutilized. Yeah. Nobody knows what to do with him. He's, but like, he's he's not he's not one of the main dudes. Well, he had like sure, one episode, but... I think, right? Like when Daffy oh, Duck goes to what, Mars. In Woody Tunes. Yeah, he had a couple. He had a couple, but it was all through the Duck Dodgers in the in the what it was like twenty third and a half century or whatever. <laughs> so like it was very niche, even for the Looney Tunes. He wasn't like a recurring character in any way, except for. Uh, characters that had like maybe like the Duck Dodgers, yeah. maybe Bugs Bunny. I feel like there's there's maybe one, but I think it was only Duck Dodgers. I mean, I forgot it was even Duck Dodgers. I just remember it was Donald Duck, uh, not Donald Duck, Daffy Duck. Um, yeah, I think it was. I don't know, but he had a really cool world and everything, and he was just. I like, love I insecure. love Marvin the Martian. I love I love that his face is a void. His entire head is a goddamn void. Yeah, it's just eyes. You only need eyebrows to like for facial expressions. Exactly. Oh, did he have white I eyebrows? Was, uh, I was watching. I I, I want to say this because uh, rest in peace, Norm Macdonald, who I love. Yeah. But, um, uh, he was he was talking about like the comics that he really loved, and uh, he was saying like you know like. The, the comics that I really, like, really enjoyed, like, he, he, he was a big fan of, like, Rodney Dangerfield during mm -hmm. his prime, well, and yeah. Bob Hope. Clearly, you know? yeah. The one he was like, guys. What's that? The one-liners. The, the, well, what, what he was saying was, like, you know, like, the, 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 the Sam comic to me is, like, somebody who aspires to be a cartoon character. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like, you know, because, like, what's, what's funnier, who's funnier than Bugs Bunny? But Bugs Bunny was just Groucho Marx. Bugs Bunny, 
You know, Bugs Bunny wasn't Groucho Marx. Uh, he he had some aspects of Groucho Marx, but Bugs Bunny emoted way more than Groucho Marx. Well, that's true. But I mean, he was kind of like all the Marx Brothers in one to some extent. He was. He was. Like absolutely. And like and that's like but the Grouch Brothers, I mean the Marx the Marx Brothers themselves except for Zeppo were <laughs> were cartoon characters themselves, you know. Yeah. And like he was talking about like, he, I, and and Norm Macdonald was like, you know, like, you know, who's funnier than Bugs Bunny? He was talking about like uh you know the difference between comics like Bill H- like uh um Bill Hicks and Dennis Miller. Yeah. You know, in contrast to somebody like Bob Hope and Ronnie Dangerfield and stuff. He's like, you know, right. um like he's like, you know, what's funnier than Bugs Bunny? Yeah. You don't want to see Bugs Bunny railing against God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Bugs Bunny was satirical himself. I can't remember how right now, but I feel was like that- he ha- Bugs Bunny was satirical, though, wasn't he? Like, well, Bugs Bunny was—he was, he was uh, Bugs Bunny. The character itself, like, was a—he was—he uh, was—he was reactionary. He was—he was—he uh, was—he was a commentary on uh, people like Humphrey Bogart. He was a straight I man, ha- usually. Was that he was a straight man usually? Well, he, yeah, he was people he was are not a straight man. He was—he yeah. was the. He didn't really he was fit the, into the Schlemechel But he wasn't meal. the fall man either. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't uh he wasn't, uh, he wasn't Costello. No, it's interesting. He actually wasn't traditional Jewish comedy in that he was neither Schmeckel or Shamil. No, that's true. Yeah, he 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 fluctuated between both. Yeah. Yeah, he like he wasn't he didn't pigeonhole himself with him like well, are you talking about like the, the, the cat skills kind of tradition of like the Well like the old Yiddish tradition. But yeah, he like he would embody both at the same time, really. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, um, he was like, excuse me. Um, I mean, like the the carrot thing, which was Groucho Marx. What's that? Which was Groucho Marx? Ooh. It was Groucho Marx, but I think it was also there was a coolness to Bugs Bunny. Yeah. There's no cool. There, there isn't a lot of coolness to Groucho Marx. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, but there's like, there's there's the there's a reverence and there's a respect, but he's very much a character. He's a very much a character. Well, in the films, I mean, later in lo- like after the films, like he did have, he was His like talk a talk show? Sh- yeah talk show host. But he wasn't host. like he wasn't the character Groucho Marx then. But he was still doing the jokes. He was doing he was doing the bits, but he wasn't the caricature. He wasn't he wasn't the hunch. He wasn't vaudeville anymore. No, but he was still very much Groucho Marx. But the thing is, like Bugs Bunny, I think like takes the tradition of uh, there's it's it's vaudeville. Yeah. I don't. I think he's Groucho Marx only in the sense of the vaudeville act of Groucho Marx. Yeah, you know, because like because Bugs Bunny takes a lot from somebody like Humphrey Bogart too. You know, there's somebody like uh, the somebody who is kind of like above that comedic criticism. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 he's detached. He's cool. He's, he's exactly. Yeah, yeah you want to. You kind of want to be Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. The like, uh, and I feel like you don't like for for the longest time you didn't really go against Bugs Bunny. He was the archetypal protagonist, really. 
Yeah, he, you know, he wasn't. He wasn't exactly like the the most moral, or like he wasn't. Absolutely, you know, isn't he was the the nicest character, but he was the character who could who could play against his antagonism very well. And that's what they've leaned into in subsequent years too. Is like Bugs Bunny as the protagonist, as the cool, indifferent guy. Yeah, I mean, like I had rabbits. They don't really eat carrots like that. They're not really big on carrots. Well, yeah. <laughs> Like that is all an affectation of the cigar smoking, like archetypal cool guy. Yeah, you know? it's all uh, very Freudian. Like, you know, Groucho Marx, he he smoked cigars, but he 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 was hunched over. He was a weird character. You know, um, I feel like you never all- see you never see Bugs Bunny hunched over like that. Well, yeah, I feel like you mostly see Groucho Marx hunched over like. In moments, it's not like the entire time. Like he's also, he's, it's, it's not the entire time. It's not the entire time. But but Groucho Marx, um, Groucho Marx is cool in the way that he can navigate through like discourse. Mm. Like he's very witty, but, he, but he's he also, also, he also a he, weird fucking dude. Like he's not necessarily capable. But he's also like desired and <coughs> and uh, is able to use people. And abuse them very easily too. That is, his, yeah, that's true. That is his wit. It's it, it's his wit, but he's not he's not desired sexually. He is by uh, in in a uh, in a uh, night at the opera at the very least. Oh, I saw that night at the opera. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. By, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm not Claypool. super. I'm thinking like like Duck Soup. Yeah. He's he's very much a, a cartoon in Duck Soup. He also, re- he also is revered in that too. Like he is the president. No, he's he's, he's super revered, but he's like he's <laughs> inhuman in Duck Soup. He's not a person. But the, that's the thing, though. Everybody always treats him like a human. No, they 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 treat him like an idol. They treat him like somebody to like. Uh, in in Duck Soup, he's either treated as a as a cartoonish villain, or he's treated as a savior. Okay. You know, like he's not a human. But I mean, isn't that? That still all just feels like above it all. That, that all still just feels like it's he's too cool to be human. Like he's exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm not saying that human being human is necessarily good, <laughs> but being human is not necessarily what Groucho Marx is. So you're saying Bugs Bunny is human? Bugs Bunny is not human. We we as humans. We we uh, we relate to Bugs Bunny in a lot of ways. I feel like we relate but, to Groucho Marx too, though, or like we at least we do. No, ourselves. no, absolutely, we do. That's why Groucho Marx and Bugs Bunny are very similar because they're characters that <sighs> are entirely uh, they're 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 basically infallible. <laughs> they're God. You know, they're, what's that? They are God. They're, yeah, they're infallible beings. Like, you know, like you never, you, there's not a single, like, cartoon that exists where Bugs Bunny gets his comeuppance. So, Jennifer, mm. are you ready to accept Groucho Marx or Bugs Bunny as your lord and savior? I know Bugs Bunny better. <laughs> I've seen Duck Soup, and I think I saw Night at the Opera. There was, like, a... 
There was, I guess you get surprised because, and this happens with every old movie, not just Groucho Marx movie, but just like the casual, uh, just walking along and then like the casual racist joke, just like, like really racist joke. And oh, just, I mean, like, if Damn. you watch Night at the Races or, or Day at the Races, I forget what it's called, like there's a whole menstrual Or a whole scene. blackface, yeah, there's a whole yeah. blackface scene. I was just like, man, like, and I forgot about it. And, I, and I'm not one, y'all know that I'm not one of those people that will discount everything sure, yeah. yeah yeah so like i it just it just always like takes me by surprise every time and, i don't know it is weird. No, I, I, I wonder about that because like i mean this is at a time where like the minstrel shows were still very common yeah oh, I know. yeah and it feels you know, like it's not like, it's respectful on their end like they don't they don't understand at that time no they don't yeah and like it it's it's hard to it's 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 right i for sure. personally find it hard to hold somebody to uh moral standards that are not uh, contemporary to their time. You're a regular but, uh, anthropologist. What's that? You're a regular. An- you're a regular anthropologist, Brandon, with your cultural relativity. I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm like uh, like I'm like Alan Lomax. Yeah, I, I just. How oh, wait, 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 did Alan give me your, anything bad? Give me your shit. Let me, yeah, let like, me. I know more. I would. I know more violently racist people today than like. <laughs> You know, than like was a joke in a movie. But like, I, I what surprises me is that if you look at a lot of so like, my grandmother used to sing us lots and lots and lots of songs, like kids songs and like old fashioned songs, and like I would say probably fifty percent of them were actually minstrel songs, probably. like camp like Campdown races and old old Susanna oh. and like oh, yeah. stuff. You you can't separate. It's it's very very difficult to separate the legacy of American entertainment. With minstrelsy, like, yeah. If you if you if you try to distinguish it and be like, I'm not going to get into minstrelsy, like you're like the the entirety of like almost 20th century like uh, cartoon history, like Bugs Bunny, any like Bugs I mean, Bunny, Mickey menstrual. Mouse, any any goddamn cartoon that has gloves. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, Frankly, they, is it comes directly through like the the history of minstrel shows. And at one point or another, Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse and a lot of them did minstrel acts in their. Well, literally, <laughs> I, they literally sing "Mammy." Yeah, they, in, they in literally blackface. sung "Mammy" in blackface. Like, you know, but it's you know it's the the question is not like I like the way to come back around. I actually like the way Looney Tunes addresses it. So Disney like hides everything away, right? Disney's sure. like, this never happened. Looney Tunes is like, here's all of this. We're presenting it for free on YouTube with a context. Yeah. And cause to, <laughs> they say like to say that it never, these cartoons never existed at all would be just as bad. I think there's something very insidious about trying to hide your own history. Um, if you, if, if this is probably, if, if you Stalin have a problematic history, I think it, it should be like, if you, if you take steps to make this, to make your, the your problematic history inaccessible, that's a red, that's, that's kind of a red flag to me. Right. Which, uh, sorry to say this now, but the archives of undressing underground will be disappearing to prevent my further embarrassment. Well, I mean, you did. What? What do you? You, you have that. You had that interview with L. Jolson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I really regret talking to Steve King just to get the perspective of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why did you? Why did you have that six-hour talk with D.W. Griffin on his deathbed? You know, I did try to get an interview with um, this one. Um, I don't think he might be in that group, Libertarians with Asian Wives. Um, this guy. Oh my god! This guy. Um, who uh, I forget his name, like Eric Dubay or something. He uh, was a flat earther and he had these long YouTube videos about how the earth was flat. <clears throat> and uh, he lived in Thailand with his Thai wife. And it just all seemed kind of whatever. But I tried to get him on with um, my ex's friend who was a, uh, says like a physicist or something. I don't know. I was getting him to talk, but I ended up talking to that guy who did the, uh, the Gnostic Warrior podcast instead. The Gnostic Warrior. Yeah, I love that interview. At one point, he started talking about how his parents were alcoholics, and I was like, so do you think maybe that uh, your attraction to conspiracy theories and the idea of this, that everything in the world is very ordered, is maybe related to the fact that like your parents were alcoholics and all that disarray? And he's just like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> probably you know people don't ask that, those questions but like and, and it's like i think that's i think it's fascinating like there there are these things that are clearly um contributing to somebody's ideology but it's, it's not something that like they think of on it in, immediately but it makes a whole lot of sense but like when you ask him like oh you think that's a, that's a contributing factor yeah i mean my usually they're like yeah probably yeah, I, know. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm fully upfront about the fact that my dad is a narcissist and that I'm a fascist. You wait, you are a fascist? <laughs> yeah, of course. In what way? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's it's not a joke. Like I I don't know if I would call I would never like I don't know any Republican ever in my life who has called themselves a fascist. No, they always talk about liberal well, what fascism. Is, well, I mean, I I think I. I think it's important to understand what fascism. What is fascism? Do we really it's true. Nobody knows now? the answer to that. After an hour I know and a half, <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. You do. I thought it was like really right wing authoritarian government with like it, like uh, taking on like I don't know corporatization of. I don't know. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like the the economic understanding of fascism. What is fascism? A lot of people like equate it to just totalitarianism in general. Yeah, but that's not that's not true at all. If you if you study what fascism, how fascism has manifest in in Germany, in Italy, in Spain, in Indonesia, in Chile, the the what fascism is is it's a it's a consolidation of the capitalist hierarchy. I capitalist hege hegemony uh, dictates, like you know, at, at, once you once you grow to a certain point in capitalism, um, you know, people are start, are going to start to realize that the the system, the economic system that you employ, does not benefit everybody. Thanks capitalism talking, itself only benefits a certain minority, and that's that's just how it scientifically works. It only benefits. The you know the, the the capitalists the bourgeoisie, so when people start to understand that you know dissent happens and capitalism like fascism, what did uh Lenin Lenin described capital like or fascism as uh capitalism in decline. 
it's fascism quite literally from an economic standpoint. I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> capitalism, <laughs> capitalism. If you look at every fascist movement in like from the last 200 years, because it's a very recent phenomenon, fascism is the consolidation of capitalist hegemony through, through state violence, through state repression. It's when the, the capitalist state reifies the capitalist hegemony through action. And that's what you have. You have in, in, in fascist Germany and fascist, uh, fascist Spain, fascist Chile, fascist Indonesia, wherever you have fascism, you have the state uh, reifying and, and further building up the capitalist hierarchy through violence, through military violence. That's why that's why from the Nazis who's like the best perspective like you know who's the like the easiest un like way to understand fascism that's why you have people like you know that's why you have private corporations building uh you know like that you have Hugo Boss creating the the uniforms for the Nazis you know you have private firms you have Volkswagen creating like make like actually making um Actually, making cars and things for for the Germans, they're reifying the capitalist hegemony to uh, to further preserve the like the, the hegemony of capitalism. Mm -hmm. That's why anytime you have a fascist movement, the first people that they even even the Nazis, including the first like the the first people that they that they imprison and that they execute are are communists, mm -hmm. socialists, and trade unionists. The not like that's that happened in Chile, that happened in Indonesia, that happened in uh, Spain. The first people that the Nazis imprisoned and executed before even before the Romani, before the Jews, were communists, socialists, and trade unions. Jesus. Yeah, right. it's 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 a fascism in and of itself. Just like everything, comes from a material basis. Just so trying the, to enforce capitalism. It's 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 trying to it's real it's recognizing that laissez faire capitalism is not working and they need to uh they need to promote some type of violence to enforce it. If you look at Germany during the rise of fascism after World War Two, you have two camps. You have the fascists trying to consolidate and to preserve the capitalist hegemony, and then mm. you have the communists. Germany was very, very close to a revolution at that point. If you if you read people like Rosa Luxemburg, mm -hmm. you'll realize like how how uh, consolidated and how strong that movement was. And fascism was a reaction. Sorry. No, that's a good way. I think a lot of people, if you ask, if you answer what fascism is, I guess me included, though, I think I have a better grasp of it. Like, I could write it down better than I could say it out loud. You're a writer. Sure, yeah. Um, but, you know, Stalin very famously said, um, social democracy is the left wing of fascism. Oh, and it's, God. It's very, and it's very true, because... Uh, social democracy and fascism are both ideal, along with liberalism. They're both, they're all three of them are ideologies that preserve capitalism. Mm -hmm. 